Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The biggest winners and losers from week seven next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. And Adam, we knew week 7 was going to be weird with all the injuries and bye weeks and just the vibes were off this week in fantasy football. But I don't think anyone could have seen the Bijan Robinson situation coming. So we'll start there. Thankfully, actually, in, in week 7, there weren't that many significant injuries. We had a couple of guys leave uh, games early, but... Nothing that looks too serious right now. Jalen Waddle did leave Sunday Night Football with a back injury. That looks a little concerning, but we'll keep an eye on that one. But Bijan Robinson gets one carry on Sunday, and it came in a pretty meaningless situation with the Falcons trying to set up a field goal at the end of the game. He ends up playing, I think, nine snaps and was dealing with headaches, just wasn't feeling like himself. We had no sense that this was coming before the game. Just vent, I guess, because there's yeah. not really anything actionable here, right? Um, so if you just want to complain about it. No, look, I have a lot of Bijan Robinson, and it, it was disappointing, but hopefully he's okay. He should be fine for next week. I don't think there's any, I, I don't think there's any uh, reason to get away from him next week. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes here. It's it stinks. Uh, you know, it reminds me a little bit of T. Higgins, but from last year, but a slightly different situation here. Yeah. And um, no, it. It happens. It happens. So sorry, everybody. You know, yeah. I feel you. I feel you, man. I feel you. Hopefully, you. Hopefully, you still were able to pull off a win. Or hopefully, like in the case of one of my leagues where I have Bijan Robinson, I lost by so many points that it wouldn't have even mattered. You know, That's you know, always we, yeah. I'd I'd rather get blown out to the point where it, it wouldn't have mattered either way. Like I, yeah. I have one league where I started Aaron Jones over James Cook like twelve minutes before the lineup deadline, but I lost by like seventy. So who cares? It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, some of the other injuries, uh, Deontay Foreman left briefly, but was back. Jerome Ford left uh, in the fourth quarter. He had the big run early on in that game, but didn't do much after that. We saw some Kareem Hunt. We saw some Pierre Strong. So that's one to keep an eye on. If Jerome Ford has to miss time, would you think Kareem Hunt is the lead back there? Oh, yeah, I would. But I but they do seem like a team that really is intent on using two guys. So mm-hmm. Pierre Strong would have some role. But yes, Kareem Hunt would be the lead back. I feel confident. Uh, Christian Watson also left that game or left his game late in the fourth quarter. It looked like a leg injury. It was a little concerning. He kind of collapsed on the sideline, so I'm not sure what to make of that one. Luke Musgrave also left that one. Uh, Jerry Judy left in the fourth quarter. I think that's all the significant injuries that we need to talk about, except for Deshaun Watson, who this was a weird one because he was dealing with that shoulder injury, looked awful. 
got picked off once on a badly underthrown ball, got picked off again on a pass that was overturned, and then he got took a hard hit, was checked for a concussion, was cleared to return, but didn't play after that. So this shoulder injury really seems like it's going to continue to linger. It looked like he shouldn't have been playing, and he was my biggest loser for this week. And it's really more him, the Browns offense, just what it's doing to this offense. P.J. Walker, like he, he's trying, he's doing what he can, but he's not a particularly talented quarterback. He's probably not an NFL caliber starting quarterback, certainly. And, you know, we saw with Amari Cooper, what, two catches today? It's just, it's not a good situation. They're going to try to run the ball if they can, but this passing game looks like it's going to continue to struggle moving forward, and it's going to make relying on Amari Cooper moving forward really difficult. And then we just don't know with Deshaun Watson, with the the way this shoulder injury's been handled, how, you know, he was cleared to play two weeks ago, didn't end up playing, Certainly seems like it's lingering. Do you have any optimism about this no. passing game at this point? No. Yeah. I mean, I have optimism about Amari Cooper. You know, I still think Cooper is going to be a must roster player and a guy that I typically start yeah. as a number two receiver. I wouldn't go as far as to say I'd take Josh Downs or Rasheed Rice over Amari no. Cooper rest of the season, for example. But no, it's going to be rough. And I, I think, uh, I think Watson, yeah, I, it could be, could be a lost season. I, I've, Little hope for him. I have him in a couple of leagues. One super flex, so obviously not dropping him there. But my one QB league where I have him in, he, I'll probably drop him. And then I'm going to pivot. Before the show, I said I was going to talk about George Pickens as my biggest winner. we got to talk about Daryl Henderson, who is going to be, I think, the, the biggest waiver wire pickup heading into week eight. Clear lead back for the Rams. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he got 62% of the RB carries, I believe. Yeah, he had like four more carries. I think for fewer yards. Yes, six um, more carries for four for or no four more carries for five fewer yards. But got the goal line work, got the passing downs work. So I do think. I mean, look, it's a weird situation because Darrell Henderson's not on the roster. He's on the practice squad, so they have to elevate him again for week eight and week nine if they want him on there. But. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be the lead, the the biggest waiver wire pickup heading into week eight. You don't agree? Uh, no, he might be. I think Josh Downs should be rostered ahead of him. Obviously, it depends on your roster and what you need. Mm-hmm. But I think Downs, look, I, I think once Kyron Williams comes back. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a it's right. a short, short-term thing. So Downs is a long-term play, and he's rostered in about 44% of leagues. I think DeMarcado is also another guy that you could look at. But yeah, Henderson, look, they ran the ball way too much for, for fantasy purposes, right? Because... 29 pass attempts for Matthew Stafford in a game that they lost. I just hated it. I'd rather see them go back to throwing the ball 40-plus times a game. Uh, But if they're going to run like this, then, yeah, I think Freeman should be added, and I think Henderson should be added, and I would add Henderson first. Um, But uh, if I I had the first waiver pick and I wasn't trying to fill a roster spot for week eight and there's no teams on by, I would pick up Josh Downs first. I'd also throw Jackson Smith and Jigba in there. You know, Obviously, he benefited from no DK Metcalf today, but I I think – we're starting to see signs of the breakout. Who's your biggest uh, winner for week seven? It's Jonathan Taylor. I think just keeps getting more and more involved. I don't think Zach Moss is going away, so I don't think mm-hmm. Taylor can really live up to first round value or anything like that, but he's back to being a must start guy. I think he's the focal point of the offense. Made a beautiful move in the passing game on a catch. That's the biggest look thing. Better. Starting he to look looked better. like himself. Yeah, so Taylor. Taylor's a big winner. And uh, my biggest loser is Khalil Herbert because I just, mm-hmm. Deontay Foreman's just doing too well. And uh, we'll see. Foreman, if you're rooting, if you have Khalil Herbert, you're rooting against Foreman for the next couple of weeks here. So 
Uh, but right now, I, I don't think Khalil Herbert comes back to being the lead. I don't think he comes back to the same clear designation as the lead guy that he was in the last two games before he got hurt when he was really starting to take off. It's a little muddy. It's such a weird thing with Deontay Farming because it's now three seasons with three different teams where he goes from not really having a role, being a complete afterthought in the offseason, and he gets a chance, and he just looks really, really good every time he gets this chance, but it always takes multiple injuries for him to get that chance. So I don't know what he looks like in practice or, 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 or what's going on there, but yeah, he was really good. Three touchdowns today, three catches, so he was involved in the passing game as well. I don't think we're going to see Tyson Bajan uh, remain the starter for the Bears. I know there's going to be some com- conversations about that. I think it's kind of ridiculous. I think he had 59 air yards in this game, so he wow. just wasn't pushing the ball down the field, which benefited Deontay Foreman. And I do think if Tyson Bajan is the starter for the Bears moving forward, that might be good for the running backs because of those targets uh, moving forward. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow when we talk about the biggest waiver wire ads for Week 8. We'll see you then. docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.